Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. Faith School is the place where our spirit is fed, our faith grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers. It's God's plan for us to be built up by His Word, by His Spirit, and not to be weak uh, and be, you know, victims or defeated, but to be strong and to be overcomers and victorious. And so um, uh, in order to do that, your spirit must be fed, not just anything, not just intellectual things, but the anointed Word of God. So get the Bible, get something to take a note with, and we've saved you a seat right here in the front. So come on in to the classroom now, and let's pray and release faith and believe that we get exactly what will feed us and help us the most. Father, in Jesus' name, we look to you, all of us look to you, and acknowledging that the Holy Spirit is our teacher, the perfect teacher. And we're asking you for utterance, for the anointing, for eyes and ears and hearts and minds that can see and discern and understand. Show us what we haven't seen. Reveal to us and, and then remind us of what you've shown us already and how to apply it, how to uh, be doers of it in our life. We ask you for answers for right now, direction and help. And we'll give you all the praise and all the thanks and all the glory because we know we didn't show ourselves and we didn't empower ourselves. You did it. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Look in the great textbook, Hebrews chapter 10 on... Uh, our study that we've been on for some weeks now called By Faith. It's the study of this great uh, Hebrews 11 chapter that the whole chapter is devoted to this subject. It actually begins, uh, the emphasis begins in the 10th chapter and the 35th verse where it says, Cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Confidence is another word for faith. He goes on to say, For you have need of patience, that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So this reveals, and you'll find this in numerous places all through the, the Word, the Bible, that faith is not just something that we use on occasion. It's just, it's not what we got born again by only. It's a way of life. You live by faith. It, it is a, a way of functioning from the time you open your eyes in the morning to your time you lay, lay down uh, in the bed at night, and everything that happens in life, the correct response is faith, <laughs> faith in God. Now, I know that sounds simple, simplistic, but it, you know, millions are missing it here. 
when you're challenged in an area, when you find out all at once, I need money uh, by the end of the week, or I, I need money by the end of the month, or I got a bad report uh, about my health, or, or my child got a bad report, or we're having an issue with this or that, what do you do? You got a choice instantly. You can panic. You can yield to fear, which is the opposite of faith. And that's what most people do. Even if they hide it well, they just, from the moment they hear that bad report, they're fixated on it and they think about it night and day. There's another way you can go. Instead of focusing on the problem and what you don't have, uh, focus on God who is the answer. Hallelujah. Uh, focus on what he said about this situation or these kind of situations because he speaks to us generally and specifically through the written word. But then he also speaks to us specifically by his spirit. Uh, now what he speaks to us by his spirit, it'll always be in line, never contradicting what the written word says. But he, you can hear from God about even the small details of life. Notice he said, uh, the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. Now, drawing back is uh, contrasted to faith. It's the opposite of faith. And keep that in mind because we're going to be seeing that again. He said, verse 39, but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition or destruction, but we're of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Why don't you say that out loud, class? We are not of them who draw back unto destruction. We're of those who believe to the saving of the soul. See, it's a choice. You choose to pull back, fall back, draw back, or you choose to believe and advance, and lay hold, and overcome. So then having said that, he goes into what we call the 11th chapter. Again, this wasn't written in chapter and verse. Uh, he, he introduced the subject of confidence, and faith, and, and trusting God. And now, in chapter 11, for verse after verse after verse, for 40 verses, he gives examples of living faith. He refers to patriarchs. He, he says, uh, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice. Verse 5, Enoch was translated. He did this by faith. Verse 6, but without faith, it's impossible to please him, to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Uh, we obviously emphasize faith a lot. I mean, this is faith school, faith class. But um, uh, every believer should emphasize faith. Uh, I know some ministries will do it more than others. But uh, why? Because this right here, uh, there's no way you can do a thing that pleases God unless it is done from and in and of faith. Uh, this is not what some man decided or what some religious group or denomination decided, this is God's preference and choice and requirement. Uh, to, to God, faith is not optional. Uh, 
you, he, he didn't say, you know, here's something you can do if, if you like to do it. No, it is impossible to please him unless it's done in faith. Uh, well, if we care about pleasing God, we're going to care about faith, right? And, you know, if you don't care if what you're doing pleases God or not, that's a giant problem. Then, you know, are, are you born again? Do you know him? And if you are and you, you, you've met the Lord and, and you've, you, God is real to you, then every moment of our day uh, we should have on the, on the back of our mind there, does this please God? Is this what the Lord wants us to do? Is this his will? Is this his plan? So this means that no amount of prayer, no way of praying uh, can please God unless it's faith involved. No amount of giving or working or trying to help people in need can, can please God if it's not done in faith. So that's why, you know, one of the big reasons we're having faith school is we want to please God. Right? We want, we want to find out what pleases Him. We want to do what pleases Him. You know, Jesus made that statement. He said, I, I, I always do those things that please Him. Talking about the Father. He said, I didn't come down from heaven to do my own will, but to do the will of Him that sent me and to finish the work. And, and though the enemy has a lot of people convinced otherwise, this is the happiest life. The pleasing yourself is a miserable life. You see, that, that sounds contrary because your head and your flesh thinks, well, if I can just get what I want, and if I can just do what I want, it'll make me happy. But it's not true. It's not true. I was talking to somebody a while back, and they had been very successful in the world before they got saved and made a lot of money. I mean, you know, millions and millions. And they told me, they said, you know, I, I, I grew up poor, and, and after I got so much money, I, I told my wife, I said, uh, why am I not happy? <laughs> you know? Because uh, all the time they were poor and broke, they kept thinking, well, if I could get this, if I could get this big house, if I could get this car, if I could get all this money, I'd be happy. And they got it, and it was such a letdown that it did not fulfill them. Because these are natural material things. We're spirit beings. It takes uh, the spirit from God to fulfill us. And satisfy us. And you remember Jesus said this when um, they met, they uh, talked to him at the well when he talked to that Samaritan woman. And uh, he said, I have food to eat you don't know about. And the disciples said, where, where did, who brought him food, you know? And, and he was saying, he said, my food, or we might say it like this, the thing that satisfies me is to do the will of God, to finish the work of the one that sent him. That satisfies us. Nothing else will. There, there's not enough money that you can make that'll give you satisfaction deep in your spirit and make you complete. It's just not. There's not enough fame. You can't get your face on enough magazine covers or in enough movie frames to give you that, that, that sense of satisfaction. That's why it's so puzzling to some people. They see people who, quote, made it and yet they seem so unhappy. They, 
They just go from one thing to another, searching to try to fill that void. No, the thing that satisfies can only come from the one who made us. Hallelujah. The one who made us. So he said, um, uh, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe he is. And that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We see Noah uh, built the ark by faith and, and was saved. Abraham and his, uh, his whole life of faith is described here in this chapter. Isaac, Jacob, Sarah has her own verse here uh, in chapter 11, independent from her husband Abraham. And um, uh, it, it goes on to talk about down later in the chapter of Jacob and Esau and Joseph and Moses. And um, we have, we've looked at all this uh, in previous lessons. And if you hadn't been with us, go back and get those. They won't cost you anything. Uh, go to the website, get caught up. We, we're into, I don't know, lesson uh, week uh, 26 or something of this study. So, so go back and look. We've gotten down as far as um, the people of God passing through the Red Sea in verse 29 and uh, the walls of Jericho falling down and what happened with Rahab, how that she and all her family were saved by her faith. So skip to verse 32 now. What shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. We've been studying individuals one verse at a time, but here he throws six at us <laughs> in one verse. What are we going to do with this, class? What, what do you think? <laughs> well, I believe if the, if the Bible says it, even if it just says it one time, it's important. Do you believe that? And it's worthy of study and looking at. Now, notice what he said. He said, uh, what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell. And then he gives, you know, like we said, six individuals and then says, and of the prophets. So he's saying there are many, many more individuals who, who could be in this chapter. Uh, that lived by faith, walked by faith, received from God by faith, overcame by faith. And um, he said, I, I don't have enough time to, to tell you and to go into all that. But the thing that stands out to me here is that it is all the same kind of faith, whether it was separated by centuries or vastly different Circumstances and situations, it's the same faith. Oh, somebody say the same faith. The same faith. Look in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. 2 Corinthians 4.13 says, We, having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, therefore have I spoken, we also believe. And therefore speak. He says we have the same spirit of faith. And he's talking about as all those who have gone before us. 
And you certainly see that in Hebrews 11. But then he mentions two of the biggest characteristics of, of faith and how it functions. Believing and saying. You could say it like this, believing and acting on what you believe. And one of the greatest actions of your faith is your saying. Saying is an action. And just going back to Genesis and looking at how God created the heavens and the earth through his words. And he made us speaking spirits. And one of the biggest things to learn about successful life is getting your mouth right. Disciplining yourself not to talk failure. Not to talk ignorance and lack. Not to talk defeat. Not to talk the problem. There's all kinds of problems in the world. <laughs> I don't care who you are. And no matter how, how much you know God, how much faith you have, you got to deal with what's down here. And people around you won't always do right. Have you found that out? Man, if everybody just do right, we'd be all right. Everything would be all right. But that's not going to happen. Not in this lifetime. People have a free will. They're going to choose wrong. They're going to ignore God. They'll ignore you. But what, what's my response? What's my correct response? You'll be tempted. You'll be tempted. Mm, you'll have to bite your lip sometime. Because you'll be tempted to go, I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm fed up. I can't take this anymore. But the moment you open your mouth and you express that, you just open the door and say, devil, come on in and cause me problems. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> huh? Come on in and still kill and destroy. Somebody <laughs> says, no, no, I don't want that. Well, then you better get a hold of your mouth. You must. And it's not okay if you just cry and, and feel sorry for yourself and say all that stuff at home. And then put on a good front when you go to church. Well, uh, the angels and the demons can hear you at home. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Do you believe it matters? Yes. The, the proverb says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Is that true? Yes. Life and death. And to be, Romans 8 says, to be carnally minded is death. Well, that, that's connected because what you keep on your heart and mind, whatever you get full of from meditating on it, it's going to come out of your mouth. That's why we must discipline ourselves, even though it's so tempting, not to look at the problem. Not, you know, if you got bills, you're not denying that you got bills. If you don't have the money to pay them, you're not denying that the money's not there. But you can look at that, you can feel bad, you can feel the pressure, you can cry, you can go, oh, what are we going to do? I, I don't know how in the world we're going to make it. There's no way, there's no way, there's just no way. If you say so, you've decreed it. And now it'll be to you. You could do something else. Hmm? The just 
shall live, not by what they see, right? Not by what they feel, but by faith. See, he said this, we got that same spirit of faith. According as, as it is written, I believed, therefore I've spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. Look down at verse 18. While we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And down in the fifth chapter, in the seventh verse, he says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Why don't you say that out loud? I walk by faith, not by sight. Now, how many understand it's not enough just to say that? You got to do it. What does that mean? We got a choice. I'm hurting. I got things wrong in my body. That's sight. That's feeling. Am I going to walk by that? Am I going to focus on that? Am I going to feel bad about that? Am I going to cry about that? Or can I do something else? Can I do something? Can I look at something else? Hmm? Can I focus on something else? Can I look at, he took my infirmities. He bore my sicknesses. He carried my pains by his stripes. I am healed and begin to call my body something, right? Instead of focus on how I feel and how I look, I call my body healed. I call my body strong. It won't hurt you to say it right now. Say, I call my body healed. I call my body strong. And if you got a particular part, that's not working right. You talk to it. You say, kidneys, listen to me. You're my kidneys. <laughs> and you have to do what I tell you. Now, see, a lot of folks think this is just crazy. They think this is just weird. But, you know, they, they can laugh uh, all they want. And they'll quit laughing when they see results in your life. They'll go, tell me how you did that. Because there are times when nothing will work. Nothing in the natural can give you the answer except this. All things are possible to him that believes. And one of the actions of faith is what Romans 4 talks about, calling those things that be not as though they were. You're not saying they look that way. You're not saying they feel that way. You're not saying the test results say they're that way. If they were that way, you wouldn't have to believe that they're that way. You feel that they're that way, right? And you're calling it that way. Well, God has always operated that way. If he wants something to be different than it is, he just speaks to it. Right? He speaks to it and calls it what he wants. He oftentimes changed his people's names. Didn't he? Why? Because he wants a change in them. Right? Well, uh, we should cooperate with him. If he says we're strong, let the weak say, that's not lying. I am strong. I call myself strong. Hallelujah. I call every bill paid. I call every need met. Man, the moment you start doing this, something in your spirit stirs up. Because yeah, in, inside you, your spirit knows, man, this is it. This will get this fixed. This is it. This is what I've been, I should have been doing all along. Hmm? You know, you, you, don't, you don't sit and pull your hair and go, this is too much. I can't learn this. This is too hard if you're in university or high school or, or grade school. You, you don't go, 
I can't, I can't get math. I'm terrible at math. If you say so. You're limiting yourself. I, I hate geography. I hate history. I just hate it. I'm no good at it. I'm no good at it. See, you might as well just inject yourself with dumbness. <laughs> you're, just, you're just opening up the doors and going, devil, make me dumb. I receive it. No, that is so, it is so dumb. Call yourself. We, we teach our little ones to call themselves bright, sharp, quick, right? <laughs> we also say uh, good looking, very rich, and a major blessing. Well, uh, you're not going by what you see or what you feel. You're putting your words to work. You're agreeing with God, and that's when things change. Look with me back in Hebrews 11. We just got through reading there in 2 Corinthians that we have the same spirit of faith. Now, this is worthy of going over again. The same spirit of faith as who? Anyone who's ever had the real faith in God that they received from God. Jesus actually said in Mark 11, he said, have the faith of God. Or you could say, have the God kind of faith. Well, where did this faith come from? People say, well, it, it comes from hearing, hearing by his word. That's true, but where did it come from to get in his word? <laughs> and how did it come from the word? To us? It came from him. It, it is the, there's not, you know, a different kind of faith uh, that God distributes to people, then in his faith, he has a, a God reserve <laughs> faith that nobody else can have. No, it's part of his faith. It's a measure of his own faith that he created the universe with. A measure of that faith is in you. Yes, Hallelujah. <laughs> so we ought to be able to get through some things. And get over some things and receive some things. With this kind of force in ourselves. That's why Jesus said uh, uh, a mustard seed of this can move mountains. We begin to see why. Because it's a mustard seed portion of God's very own faith. What, what is in Him. What came out of Him. And it's in us. That's why Jesus said all things are possible. To him that believes. Oh man, we need to meditate on that. The moment anybody tells you it's not possible, what should you think? Nah. <laughs> if I believe, <laughs> maybe it's not possible to unbelievers, but all things are possible to him that believes. Oh, praise God. That means the greater our faith, the greater things become possible. Oh, hallelujah. The greater our faith, the bigger and stronger our faith grows, the bigger vision and the bigger things we're capable of believing for and seeing and having in our lives. Glory to God. Woo. Well, I felt like my faith got fed today. I hope yours did too. Well, our time is up. We invite you to come back and join with us again tomorrow in faith school. Until then, we live by faith. We walk by faith. We overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith. 
giving glory to God. I've got the victory living inside. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.